anyone, I mean, absolutely anyone can be ready for back to school, honey. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything I need from my classroom and save the time ready. They've got more backpacks, more pens. I'm particularly fancy of the Pentel RSVP medium point. More supplies than you could ever uh, imagine or thought possible, honey. So double knot your British Knights. Gas up your Honda Odyssey. Smear Warfinger paint on your face. Staples has everything that you need and more for the new school year. So let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or you can go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. Y'all know how we feel about working out here at Getting Grown. And we all know how important it is to work out and be active. But the worst especially for us, is ending up with sweaty hair and scalp. So Sunday to Sunday has products for black active women to remove the buildup and odor that comes from sweating after a hard workout. These products have active botanical ingredients that improve the health of your scalp so you can sweat and slay. Also, is black owned. Hello. Get your own workout hair routine today with 15% off your first purchase. Visit my Sunday to Sunday.com and use code grown. Sunday to Sunday is also available online at Sephora and Ulta.com. Cause you put it on me And every morning I roll over I feel you touching on me I got another man But he ain't like you And I can be your baby mama Though I'd like to Call me real late at night When my man's asleep And take the red eye To the west side Up and down my spine And let you feel what you've been missing I'm so bona fide Call me when you need me, baby. You don't have to worry. Call me. We can do, we can do something. Call me, call me. Hey, Tweet. Yes, a jam. Hey, Tweet. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back to Getting Grown, man. We're back to talk about all things adulting, mm-hmm. the worst hood we've ever endeavored to live in, child. Adulthood. Ooh. How dreadful and terrible it all is. Mm. Uh, but yes, adulting. The good, the bad, the test of trials, the twist, the turns, the temptations, the taxes, and the turds of being a real <laughs> adult. Don't forget the turds. <laughs> in the year of our Lord, 20. One to one. What's cracking, sis? What's going on with you? What's what's going on in the going? Clearly, on, I'm on, just on, down in nostalgic lane. You know what I'm saying? I was two mm. weeks late to find out the news of um, Up Jumps the Boogie and Timbaland and Magoo's oh. album uh, in general coming Boogie out. Jumps the beat. I literally, when I tell you, I had you know I'd be lost, and so I was having a uh. random conversation with XD. I said, you know, did you know that Up Jumps the Boogie is not available on any streaming service? <laughs> And he was like, you were just adamant. Yes, it is. And I was like, no, it's not. And so I went and it was right there on Spotify. And I was like, well, that wasn't always there. (laughs) It wasn't. But recently, these egregious wrongs have been righted. Let me tell you what. So I've realized. The gift. Not only are we just blessed and fortunate to be reunited with the catalog of the likes of Aaliyah. Right, which Such is all I didn't realize that that was coming with a fun full of packages. 
let me tell you, because what I have also recently enjoyed, what has I've just fallen in love again with Magoo. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. I'm in the merry the place, place to, to get, get God. God after I smoke pot. She hit me like shot funky, like pots connect, tucks like dots. <laughs> I love his illiterate behind too. And let me tell you, Magoo, like I loved Magoo, but his voice, I was like, he just sounds like a big Teletubby to me. It just, something about it was just real. (laughs) It was awkward, but endearing. But endearing. And we loved him for it. And I'm just, and I heard that somebody said he's the worst rapper they've ever heard since this resurgence. And I'm like, uh, are you, you must not be listening to. I disagree music now because (laughs) because you know between a little baby and a this and a that nigga i i don't know there will be no magoo slander on my no there's not gonna be a magoo slander over here y'all ain't gonna y'all ain't gonna do none of that to me phyllis hyman was up there somebody (laughs) phyllis hyman was up there talking about uh light-skinned women who look white and they put weave in their hair and and she was like and they can't (laughs) sing and i am out here with (laughs) Talent, it pisses me off. <laughs> oh, She's like, can I say that on TV? It pisses me off. What and I was like, treasure, hmm, I wonder who that was about. A whole gaggle of hoes. I said Kehlani and somebody else said a gaggle. And I said, you're absolutely right. It is a gaggle, gaggle. of them. A gaggle of them. Sorry, Kehlani, but you don't Goo look gobs, black. As my grandmother says. My grandma says, goo gobs. That's a lot. That's a lot. Goo gobs. Goo gobs is what she says. She's like, I mean, I mean, just goo gobs. Like, that means it was an extraordinary amount. Oh, yeah, that's whatever. what we say, Yeah, she says goo gobs. Mm-hmm. I mean, just goo gobs of folks all over the place. I love, I love your grandma love so it. much. I do too. How she are you? I didn't joy. even ask you how you doing. I am yet holding on. I'm doing well. Hold I don't have on. any complaints. Okay. Yes, I'm safe and I have what I need. I am, you know, up to my nostrils mm. in work, but you know, we're gonna get it done. One you thing are at always a time. up to your nostrils in work, honestly. Nostrils. Like I don't nostrils. really know. Uh today's Nikia's birthday. Happy birthday, Nikia. Yes, it is. That's my best friend. She a real bad bitch. Got her own money. She don't need yes. no neck. That's that's I don't know shout if out she'll to listen her. to this or hear it, but shout out to Nikia. Nikia O'Connor. That's Noah's God, mommy. Um, um the one and know, only. We celebrate all, all of these things. But yes, uh, yes, you're well. I I'm am well. Yes. Let's get on into the trash. Let's get into it, because I got some things. Uh I got oh some boy. things. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh basura, basura, there's so much today. Okay, so before we get into like the happening happenings, um have you are you caught up with Married at First Sight? I am. Okay, so I know we had a TV land episode with Asante, but I just wanted yes, to come to you, you know, after this latest episode, before this newest episode comes out, Manjana. Yes. And yes, ask yes. your thoughts on mm. your boy Hosi. He is out here. <laughs> what is going on? Okay, give me your thoughts. I want to know. He is a bag of nuts. Yeah. Cashews, mm-hmm, pecans, mm-hmm, pistachios. Yeah. Peanuts, yeah. 
almonds, mm-hmm. walnuts, yep. nigga toes, yep. all the nuts, yep. okay? Hazels, What are all actual nigga toes? Are those, are those hazels? I don't know. Nigga toes are... I don't know. Wait a minute. Hold on. Are those hazels? I don't know. Wait. I got to ask my grandfather, but you know. <laughs> um, yes, is, that is an actual... Oh, that's a Brazil nut. Brazil nut. Mm-hmm. There you go. Those are nigga toes. Uh, Jose lost his mind. Um, so, you know, Ra- so child, her name is Rachel. Wait, hold on. Cause I called her something else oh, no. the other day. Oh, I man. mean, it just wasn't, I think it is Rachel. I'm um, not going to tell you what I've been calling her, but anyway, continue yes, forward. It is Rachel. <laughs> Jose. Okay. So Rachel was on, they were out. Jose and Rachel were upstairs on the rooftop of the apartment building mm-hmm. with some of the other married at first sight couples, right? So they socialized together because, you know, they are this cohort of of couples going through this experience at one time. So they were up socializing yep. on the rooftop. Jose, I mean, Rachel, I mean, uh, I mean, yes, that's her name. <laughs> that's her, okay, okay, good, okay. Um mistakenly call her husband Johnny Johnny which is one of the other guys which is one of the other husbands in the cohort Mm, mm, Jose mm. is like is she cheating on me and he kept saying she called me another man's name sorry I mean and thank you and this will probably (laughs) never ever happen again but thank you to Ryan who (laughs) made it Ryan was I mean calling the spades space from the very beginning he was just like no he was like can we just can we just call a thing a thing he's like it's gonna come out we're not gonna sit here and talk talk like Rachel is out here cheating she called Jose Johnny okay yeah she was looking at Johnny talking about Jose call Jose Johnny would have happened could have happened to any one of us yeah Jose cussed Rachel up and down backwards and forwards in and out, to and fro, left and right. Yes. Told her to get her quote unquote shit yeah. <laughs> and get out. That nigga um, dead bolted the door. Yes. She walk, went to walk one of the producers downstairs, left her keys, her phone, all of her things into in the apartment. Mm-hmm. And he dead bolt locked the door. Um, <sighs> left her outside. This is one o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. He's lost his mind. And you know what? It really was just another demonstration of his immaturity. He carries on like a petulant child. He does. I don't know if he's the only child. I don't know if he's the only child, but he really does kind of give this, you know, I think my way so. or the highway. He's very controlling. I have he has to be in charge of all things, know all things. And the way that he did speak to her over something so small and insignificant. Oh my God. Um you know, was really telling. And I don't blame Rachel because no. Rachel immediately was like, I can't be your wife anymore because you are crazy. Because on and top of him doing all of that, it wasn't just that he did all of that. It, I mean, let, let's be very clear. That was a giant chunk. But it wasn't giant. just that he did all of that. It was the fact that he literally was flippant and nasty. I mean, very dismissive. Yeah. Very, uh, and I mean, his attitude after it was, I couldn't figure out what his, like, what he was looking for. Mm -mm. Because she was trying to have an adult conversation with him. Yeah. 
and really have a dialogue. Mm-hmm. And this, he was like cooking, wouldn't look at her, wouldn't get, and very like, okay, well, if that's what you want to do, I mean, just, it was very, it was sassy, honey. I don't know. It was I sassy. don't even know how. I was l- watching it like, wow, okay, so he's the best. Yeah, case. she's absolutely and got I'm to get divorced. I'm just trying to figure out how, how did the experts not catch this? And I said the same thing, not as, I mean, his, his issues are not as flagrant as Jose's, but Zach's breakdown. Zach and Michaela. Zach, Zach and Michaela both I'm together to and. It's a very volatile connection it's, between it's the two. It's not of them. easeful at all, and it's like both of them stress them stress each other out. They I do. Think both of them stress themselves out. Neither both of them are. She was afraid. ready to be in a relationship, but she has not, and she thinks she's doing done her work or doing her work because she can articulate how she's feeling and like her thoughts very clearly. But she is a mess. She is, and I I try to give her grace because even though it doesn't always work because I'm often annoyed with Michaela, but I try to give her grace because I do feel like um, a lot of this is grounded in her grief, like the loss of her dad. And there's a lot of, like, issues of abandonment and, you know, defense. Like, after you suffer such a great loss, you do sort of build an iron wall around mm-hmm. your heart. Mm-hmm. And you try to to control the things that you can control to protect you from the things that you can't control. So I do see this, like, you know, running around in circles and this frantic fear of... Because when you've been hurt like that, I'm speaking from experience, when you've experienced hurt like this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you will do everything to prevent yourself from hurting like this again absolutely um but that you know that ends up being this vicious cycle uh you know of you just trying to run from something that you can't really run from so and every last one of these cast members especially the men from zach to ryan to johnny all of them have this except for um gil gil possible trump supporter not sure. Uh, <laughs> all of them have this thing about like th- it's it's okay. I'm just getting ready to up and like go back to my crib for a little bit because. Well, yes, and I think all of them have that because all of them had this sort of idealized fairy tale. Yep. They thought that this experience was going to be mm-hmm. ABC's The Bachelor, and yeah. I'm like, no, no, no. What you need to understand is that in every sort of situation. When two people come together in any sort of relationship, there's a very steep learning curve that has to happen. Absolutely. So, like, like the fairy tale is... I don't want to say it's not a part of the equation, mm-hmm. but it's not a part of the equation. No, it's not. It's not. No, honey, that's a... No. When we start talking about, like, marriage, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, the conversation that um, Viviana had with with Ryan when he was saying how he just can't get into bread and he's just expecting like butterflies yeah. and like he wants to, you know, throw his wife up against the wall and make out with her. And sis was like, you know that most married people don't. She's like, yeah, no, that's Disney. Um, that's Netflix. <laughs> she was like, this is, it's giving Hallmark movie. It's, it's giving, giving Apple TV, sir. It's giving yeah. Amazon prime now. And, and the reality of like real relationship is like, you will still be attracted to your partner, but like, the practical, but I will say this: piece. where I where where we don't I don't know where Ryan was on January sixth. I, I don't either. <laughs> I don't know where he was on January sixth. 
I, I do not. I have an idea. Um, he's not as wretched as I thought he was going to be. And he's not as wretched as I thought he was going to be, but I'm not completely sold on like, I, I mean, I still don't to me, I could still see him being wretched. I can see him being wretched, but the, because the thing there's moments where I'm like, you don't show much emotion of anything, but then, you know, everybody Mm-mm. translates differently. Right. And right. I'm, he seems like he does want to be a part of this process. I honestly feel like, and I do, I do agree with uh, Viviana when she was talking about um, about this basically being a, the, him having this fairy tale idea of what marriage is supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. But I also understood. I feel like he's just literally not really into Brett at all, and I don't he's trying so to either. make himself be into her, and he's just literally like he's just not that into her, and um, and it's frustrating for him. And so mm-hmm. while he does need to understand that that fairy tale is a fairy tale, I don't see him like they're not going to make it because I just don't I, I just don't think she is for him. I do not. I mean, I do not disagree with you. I do not think that um, I think that he is. He's just not into her. Yeah. And unfortunately, it's very unfortunate um, because when when she was talking about how, um, you know, in her previous relationships, it's always like you're amazing. But that resonated with me. Mm. <laughs> Sis has heard that before. OK, it's it's like you're amazing, but I don't want you. <laughs> that is something yeah. that has been. And I mean, that resonated, you know, and it's yeah. real. So yeah. I'm not, you know. Yeah. Um. But I I get that, and it's just unfortunate that this doesn't work. But I will say that, to me, Ryan's, he's just not deep. Like, I feel like he's looking for a very superficial sort of... Yeah, let's go bungee jumping, skydiving. Right, and his family family said that. Like, you know, he's into, you know, a certain type of woman. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like Brett brings a level of substance that he is not accustomed to. Yes, and And also anxiety and stress. (laughs) Exactly, it shuts him down. He cannot handle this... He can't handle this depth. No. He can't. She was like, and you're not even a bad, bad bitch. So I can't even, oh. I don't have a dog in this fight. I feel that's bad what, for her. And I giving. want her to find, I, do. I want her to find the liberal white man that she's looking for. Um, I do too. Who really can Agreed. just adore her and hold that paper bag over her mouth and nose when she hyperventilates on the plane. Like I want that for her. Cause she seems like she has a sweet spirit. Um, and I hope Ryan finds the Kellyanne Conway that he's looking for that will, you know, <laughs> hang glide with him and Paracel. Absolutely. And, you know. Very much giving you know, Tom, call Tommy Lauren. niggers and whatever that's else. That's what he needs. <laughs> Tommy Lauren, that's what he's looking yeah, for. Yeah, you know, I hope he finds that's the woman of his, his dreams. queen. So. His white queen. <laughs> yes, please. I do pray that he finds that. But yes. Um, and I else, hope that Bao has started showering um oh i know it's just i just love bow she's such a good time i really enjoy bow and i love watching her process her thoughts but i'm like sister yes sister where we don't align and where me and johnny do is you need to get that ass in the shower period every single day better stop me lacunasing us um so there's a this this story here is a little layered. We didn't get a chance to talk about it yet here on Getting Grown, but um, basically you saw the images of the Haitian refugees 
trying to seek asylum and coming into the United States and how they were um, attacked essentially at the border of trying to seek asylum, which is disgusting because that's a human right, right? This, these are, they're trying to find somewhere safe to be and you are essentially telling them, no, fuck y'all, you can't come here. So, um, you know, I, I know you all are receiving that on many news outlets, on many podcasts, on many platforms. Mm. Um, and you know how we feel about our Haitian brothers and sisters. Absolutely. I, I hate the fact that they are always under di- distress um, and white people stay trying to attack them for being one of the first free, you know, nations and all of that. But with all of that being said, that's 14,000 people who are trying to seek asylum. And this has mm-hmm. been in, this has been a long time. This has been going on for some time. This is a long time coming. Um, we know some 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 went to different South American countries and Central American countries. They're in Guatemala and different places. But I brought all of that up to say, so on The View this week, Kamala Harris was supposed to be a guest or was a guest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Two of the hosts got snatched off live for basically false positive COVID tests. I saw that. Um, and come to find out, both of those ladies are very vocal about... Oh! Oh, yeah. Very vocal about the mistreatment of the Haitian refugees. Um, very critical of the United States hmm. and the Biden administration and how they have essentially... Uh, they ain't doing no better than anybody else because you are turning people away who really need these human rights. You are turning people away. And so these two women would be the ones who would properly question Kamala Harris, right, on on these issues, especially since they're so current right now. Well, you all all of a, all of a sudden have false positive tests. And are these tests not generated before people even go on air now all of a sudden you want to take them away because they're going to ask the hard-hitting linda ellerby questions mm. i smell tuna I know, and it's so not you know, fresh I, let me tell you something that's my grandfather would say it's the dead cat on the line okay <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> and I don't even know what that means. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him say that. Like, it's like cold. It's like black people cold for somebody lying. I'm going to make but... up a new one. There's a dead mouse in the radiator. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, listen, okay. Um, I had not put those two and two together mm-hmm. like you did until just now. I did see that uh i'm trying to remember the names oh it's, yeah let me let me sunny. it's sunny, it's sunny not anderson and, uh no 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 not her in the, the microwave sunny please. sunny hostin and anna navarro anna navarro mm-hmm. and um so i did see that both of them tested positive and as such were pulled out of the interview just before the interview was going to happen mm-hmm. and i even saw that those two hosts later tested negative Yes. But nothing about me said 
what you just said. Well, because I start, I got to digging around, and I was like, well, I don't know who these, <laughs> I don't know who they are. So, because I don't watch The View, so I was like, okay. So I got to look in, and I'm seeing quotes and all kinds of things coming up, and you know where they are literally calling the shit out and calling out the 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 behavior and calling out the government and calling out the Biden administration and. And I said, okay, all right. And call and what, uh, who is it? Anna, I think it was Anna who, when I tell you, hold on, Anna got Donald Trump uh, Jr. together. Hold I saw on. that. You saw that. Okay, because that mm-hmm. cracked me up. So when I saw all of that, I was, that's when I got to, I was like, oh, they don't want the bitches on there who are getting ready to, to stir some shit up. They don't want the ones on there who are getting ready know. to ask the mm. truth. Because if you watch Veep, you know, or CNN, then you know how crooked the government is. And so, and politicians. And let me tell you something. I, yeah, we all celebrate. And I, you know, somebody may be real mad about this. Oh, well. But we all celebrate and, and, and so forth and so on. And I know we happy Trump is not president anymore. And, and, and a black woman is now VP. But what is it? What, what you doing though? What you doing over there, sister? What are you doing? Hmm. And especially for mm. the country of Haiti. Mm. But y'all don't want the people mm. to ask the questions that need to be asked. But politicians are supposed to be out here changing stuff, right? Please. So, you know, I thought that was real fishy. There's a dead mouse in the radiator. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be the only time you're going to hear me sing a ditty from this nigga. Mm. But that nigga Kelly is guilty. Mm-hmm. Oh. R. Kelly, I couldn't help, I couldn't resist myself. R. Oh. R- Roberto Kelly is has been charged with nine counts of um, sexual sex sex trafficking and racketeering charges, which he got a unanimous uh, vote from the jury that that nigga is guilty, um, and this does not even include all of the other charges that are going to come up in future trials this is just this one and the racketeering charges alone he could face up to 20 years for those so you know as we have discussed many times Mm -hmm. many times you know i just we we have hoped that he would never see the light of day again um and as we talked about previous you know before we started this episode y'all don't know we were like hopefully there are no loopholes that come to be there are no motherfucking anythings that come to let this nigga come see the light of day i hope that he gets buried until the ends of time and i hope they don't put him in solitary confinement in the words of dmx when you do dirt you get dirt thank you hello and hello okay so that is all no we got a couple more things kelly price (laughs) sorry okay so there's been these reports over the last several days that kelly price was missing right she had covid she was in the icu and then her children were visiting her for three weeks and then magically she got discharged and her kids was like wait a minute how does she get discharged? She wasn't doing well. We've been visiting her. Now she's not answering the phone. Where she at? So then her nigga was apparently trying to keep people away from the home. 
So here are all these reports. Although Kelly Price is missing. Kelly Price is missing. Her children can't get a hold of her. Nobody can get a hold of her. Where's Kelly Price? This nigga did something. Blah, 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 blah. All of a sudden today, we get some some news pop up. Kelly Price mm-hmm. is fine, recovering from COVID. Nothing else. So she did an <laughs> interview with the people down to the TMZ. Oh, did she now? For which I am certain she was paid handsomely. Okay. Um. And if 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 we're not mistaken, I believe it was TMZ that first broke the story yeah, of her I think being so. mm-hmm. um missing, allegedly missing. Mm-hmm. In that interview that she did with TMZ, she said that you know she sort of gave the details of her battle with COVID. Um, she disclosed that you know, unfortunately, she um. You know, really, I mean, all the way to the brink of death, they brought her back. Like, you know, she she was resuscitated, all of that. Um, and she's since been recovering. She talked about having to leave her home because people were coming to the house. Strangers, fans, people who were not a part of her family. Um, and okay. so in order for her to recover safely... She left her left her home. And she said, as far as her family was concerned, she has not spoken to her her sister since her mother passed last year. Okay. What about um, her kids? And she said that her she said her daughter was manipulated into going along with this. Um, but she was like, you know, that's my daughter and that's my baby. And if she know if she wants to reach me, she knows how to reach me. There's a dead what? mouse in the radiator. <laughs> I mean, what concerns me? So listen, and I'm going to say this. I'm only going to say it once. And I know that I might get in trouble for what I'm about to say. But it's Welcome. just, I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> when I first learned that there, that Kelly Price was allegedly missing, when I first saw it on the interwebs, I'm honest, this is my honest reaction. I honestly said, Kelly, Kelly Price is too mean to be missing. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh, my God. She's, no. she's too mean. I said this she's is, too hateful. She's too evil, too yeah. hateful. There's nothing. Yeah, and Nobody we've all seen it now. Kelly Price. We've all this seen not, it. So let's, this is not, we're not even going to pretend. I was not alarmed. Now, does that mean that I did not in my spirit? I said, I certainly hope that she's well. I hope I she's said, doing I hope okay. nothing happens to this lady. I don't want nothing to happen to Kelly Price. I certainly don't. That's not my 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 hope for anybody. No. But certainly not for Kelly Price. But something about this did not give me... I didn't feel in my spirit. No. I didn't feel like alarm. No. I was like, "This is not something no. ain't right. Something's mm-mm. not something not." And then I had to go give, watch. Um, give this some time between this news and XD um, talking to me. I had to go watch that episode of Catfish, um, <laughs> where the cousin said, "You should have never called me a fat ass Kelly Price," and. <sighs> Would I tell you why? the joy that why? my spirit got why? all over me? Why are you even... <laughs> These two things are not connected. They are. Hello. What is wrong with yes, you? Yes, they are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell okay. you something. If you need any source uh, of if, joy and mindless levity. entertainment... It will give you some levity in this. <laughs> so, listen. I'm glad to hear that Kelly Price is alive uh, yeah, and among us. Fine. And she's recovering. I'm annoyed. Yeah. 
because I felt like this, you know, in in this world that we live in, where terrible, treacherous things yeah. are happening so frequently. Yeah. I just wish that people wouldn't play in our face like this. This is what I'm saying. I just, I really did say, I said, I hope nothing happened to this lady, but I really think she's just way too hateful for something to have happened. I just, mm-mm. something don't sit right Nothing with about me. my spirit was, was. It's the same mm-mm. thing if they said somebody snatched up Corvado. I would have been like, now, wait a minute now. <laughs> speaking of, speaking of, now let's get to these R&B divas. Last night. Before Kelly Price came forward did her interview for TMZ. Oh my God, this is so funny. A couple of Kelly, evidently she reached out to some of her friend, personal friends and, and acquaintances. Part of the hateful Namely, <laughs> one of her, another one of the R&B divas, Nikki Gilbert, <laughs> formerly of Brownstone, presently of Curvado. Okay. <laughs> and Nikki Gilbert got on the internet and posted a video. Oh, God. That irritated myself mm-hmm. and apparently the brat and the big booty Judy. But, you know, Nikki Gilbert said, you know, I, I've spoken to Kelly Price and while I cannot disclose the, the nature of our conversation, Kelly Price is doing just fine. But if you really want to hear the tea... <laughs> of what's going on with that and among, and other things, you can make sure you catch my 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 show tonight at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hippopot in this mouth. What? Nikki. <laughs> Nikki. Nikki. I'm telling you, she can bite a single nigga in half. I'm telling you. If you don't get your knock-knee <laughs> self, up and away from me with this foolishness. <laughs> What's Toya say? Leg shaped like the letter X. <laughs> it's giving KK kangaroo. Okay? I don't like it. Oh, God. Ooh, and it's only so funny because like, Nikki's so hateful. It's really and it's the, like the self-promotion. And I mean, if we think back, like Nikki Gilbert and Kelly Price was beefing on the yeah, they Divas. Was, but I mean, so now they best friends. And it was just like, it was just, it's just, okay. And so the Brad gets on with her old auntie self. <laughs> she make a video driving, talk about, Nikki, don't do that. Don't do that. And when I say she old auntie so, because after she finished her video, she was like, how you hang this up? If this young man does not stop calling me on WhatsApp, there is a young boy. Oh, oh Lord. Who is blowing me. It, it, here he, You know what? I'm going to answer it. Oh, God. Young man. Oh, God. Uh, I am not what? who you're looking for. Jade. He's not going to You got the wrong number. I am not who you are looking for. Who? Joan, Joan. No, you ain't ain't no Joan here. You got to take this out your WhatsApp. <laughs> okay. He said, okay. You have the wrong number, sir. Let me just block this. But yeah, Nikki Gilbert and <laughs> is is being treacherous per usual. Kelly Price, thankfully, is is on the road to recovery. Yeah, and, I just want everyone to here. get somewhere and sit down. Please, <laughs> yeah. moving right along. Oh enough my is god! Enough. And lastly, 
Cynthia Bailey is leaving the housewives. Where's she going? I don't know, child. She said she ain't going. She said she ain't going. Uh, she ain't going to go on next season. She's like, I'm period. Mid-dotten. That's fine. We we didn't have. I mean, Cynthia was running out of story. She really was after that friendship contract. I mean, but you know, she doesn't have Nene. No. Um, and as try as she might to be fake friends with Kenya, uh, you know, it's not enough. And P- you know, Peter's woman. bitch ass yeah. is out of her life. So that's, you know, we got yeah. that. Broad. I mean, she's got this new marriage we don't care about. No, you know, her and Mike are happy and that's wonderful. But we don't really want to know what's going no, on with them. Not by any means, um, honestly. And she, they don't show ne- Leon nearly enough. So, you know, I <laughs> wish her well. <laughs> I mean, like, whatever. If maybe she's, maybe this is going to be a spinoff. We listen, I still, listen, I would still love to see Cynthia doing other things. We love Cynthia. But as Cynthia far as, as the housewives. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm okay. I'm okay about this. I hope that this means that Cynthia is moving on to bigger and better. Um, what uh, I, I also learned that Portia's not returning either. She Portia's going to get some sort of spinoff. Is that correct? Oh, I didn't know. So I don't really watch it. I just know. That. Let me find out. But uh, if uh, Portia's uh, getting a spinoff, I mean, is it going to be about her and you know and, stealing and, and this fa- man from, this, from husband. this lady? Yes, probably. Well, that's just probably that can't be prosperous because the, the <laughs> karmic, <laughs> the, the uh, karmic loop on that. Yeah, I can't imagine. I mean, it's, been, it's been eleven years. Cynthia's been on for eleven years. That's a long. No, it's time. time for Cynthia to go live her life and and you know just go just go be. Um, and we saw the the friendship contract. You know, we had her and Nene, like you said, are no longer friends. I didn't say you was a bitch. I said you was acting like a damn bitch. So mm-hmm. we don't have those moments anymore. Um, so she can go live her life, honestly. I maybe go focus on the Marshall or the, you know, the eyeglass line. Um, she might show up in the Lens Crafters and things like that. I hope she gets uh, an amazing wholesale deal somewhere. Um, but she will no longer be a part of the Housewives. And that's all and I that's got. that's fine. I think that's enough. <laughs> um, I think that she's getting, I think she, yeah, I think Portia's getting a spinoff. They're saying that Sheree Whitfield might come back. Oh, that could go Maybe. one way. You know, I enjoy Sheree's lies. I, I might Joggers. watch just for that. Joggers, spring, summer. Spring, summer, fall, winter. Um, <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. We will see. Um... Okay, well, that's it for the trash, y'all. Let's go on to a shout-out. Okay, okay, okay. My sister's popping right now, Lala. Target is partnering with HBCUs to support the next generation of black talent. One of the ways Target is teaming up with HBCUs is through Target's HBCU Design Challenge, where HBCU students submit designs to be included in Target's Black History Month collection. Winners also receive a cash prize, equipment, mentoring, and networking opportunities. Target is going to announce the latest round of winners in September. Check back during Black History Month to see the latest winners' designs that will be featured in Target's 2022 Black History Month collection. Celebrate your legacy. Invest in the future. Together, we are black beyond measure. Visit Target.com slash black beyond measure to learn more. All right, it's time for a shout out. And I really love this one here. I don't think we did this if we did. Blame the weed. But 
It says, hey, Jade and Kia. Oh, she put it in like a 18 point font (laughs) in bold. Hope all is well and you're safe in these Corona filled streets. I would like to shout out my good friend, sis, Shaniqua Wason Retray. She's a wonderful mom, wife, friend, and author. Shaniqua wrote and published a wonderful book earlier this year called Corinne Finds Her Beat. The book is about a beautiful black girl who learns to conquer her fear of dance class. Her inspiration for this book came from her daughter. Corinne learns that the dedication and hard work are tools for gaining the confidence and courage needed to pursue her dreams. The book is an easy read and both adults and children will thoroughly enjoy it. The book also is a great representation for our young black girls and boys. Her book and other accessories can be purchased at CorinneFindsHerBeat.com. Her book can also be found at Amazon, Target, Walmart, Books A Million, and Barnes & Noble. She can Go ahead. So we'll post her Instagram um, in the description box as well as any links that are associated. And all of you guys can find out more about all of, all of her projects. But we want to shout out Tamika for writing in and Shaniqua for such a dope little concept excuse me not little I'm not trying to uh, be condescending a dope concept for our little ones there we go I think that's absolutely dope so CorinneFindsHabit.com K-E-R-I-N and again all of that information will be posted in the description box I love to see it me too shall we move on to our kitchen table I think we should HBCUs are more more than a band, more than a football team, more than Greek life, more than an education. Historically black colleges and universities are a place to become. A legacy with the heritage of more than 180 years of producing some of the nation's top scholars, politicians, athletes, entertainers, and individuals. Xfinity understands and celebrates all of this with a collection of TV shows, movies, documentaries, and music that captures the black college experience. Just say HBCU into your Xfinity voice remote. Learn about the sacrifices students made during the civil rights movement. Be inspired by biographies on educators who went above and beyond. Kick back to the sounds of the band or the sounds of the yard with an HBCU playlist. Best of all, it's all included with your Xfinity service. From the yard to the end zone, the classroom to the frat house, Xfinity has the HBCU experience covered. Xfinity, it's the ultimate in black storytelling. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas, requires Xfinity TV and on-demand. Separate charges apply to on-demand and certain streaming services. You need to check out the McDonald's two for six dollar deal, honey. You can get any of your two favorites for only six dollars. That's six dollars. U.S. currency, honey, get you a, a Big Mac sandwich, a filet of fish sandwich, a quarter pound of whipped cheese sandwich, or a 10-piece chicken McNuggets at McDonald's. There's something in their deals for every moment in your life, whether it's a cure for a long, late night out or something to satisfy all members of the family on their cross-country road trip. Now you can get your favorite McDonald's items for a great price. So let me tell you, in my house, particularly my mother... My mother and I have bonded for years and years now over a filet of fish sandwich. A hot, flaky filet of fish. I particularly enjoy extra tartar sauce on mine. And, you know, even in the days of my youth, a filet of fish was a special treat from my mother. It was a big deal if I, you know, if she needed me to, to run some errands with her, if she needed me to be quiet during church. I was promised 
a filet of fish. And so now when I when I want to have a little piece of home, when I want to have that moment with my mama, I will get my behind into my own car and travel to the drive through at the nearest McDonald's and I will order me up a filet of fish. And now I can get two filet of fish for six dollars is nothing better than that. Order ahead on the McDonald's app and get two of your faves for just six bucks. Honey, price and participation may vary. Single items are at regular price. Limited time offer. Hey, everybody. I'm so excited. We have another wonderful, beautiful guest here at the kitchen table. Everybody, know you might know her as the Side Hustle Pro. She's our good homie sister friend, Nikayla. Everybody, welcome Nikayla to the kitchen table. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. Thank you for having me. Welcome, 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 <laughs> welcome, welcome. welcome. Um, I'm excited because I have noticed and something's been sort of like stirring around in my spirit about this time that we find ourselves in as it relates to sort of LLC Twitter uh-huh. and how it seems like the wave um, is, you know, everybody has a side hustle, uh, uh, entrepreneurial endeavor that they do. Um, you know, some, some hope some of us can transition um, that side hustle into a full time, you know, career change, career shift. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And others of us just sort of maintain multiple streams of income that way. But either way you slice it, there seems to be this sort of pressure to sort of have a, have a side gig of some sort. And I wanted to unpack that um, around the kitchen table with someone who is very familiar. Yes. Um, so who, who else? Who better than to have this conversation with than the Side Hustle Pro? So, Nikayla, can you introduce yourself to our audience in case folks have been living under a rock and don't know who you are? <laughs> Well, thank you so much, um, Jaden <laughs> Kia, for having me here. So, like you said, my name is Nikayla, um, Nikayla Matthews Okome, for those who don't know me. And as Kia said, I am the Side Hustle Pro, a.k.a. I also host a podcast called Side Hustle Pro, where I interview specifically old black women entrepreneurs who have scaled from side hustlers. So I started this podcast five years ago when I myself was thinking of going the entrepreneurship route. Um, because I was unemployed and nobody would hire me. So I was fed up and I said, you know what? (laughs) I think I need to start my own business. But I knew that I wasn't the type to just be broke and try to start a business that way. Like that was never my ministry, as you would say. Um, I like getting my nails done. I like getting my pedicures. And I just I just I just need to be, you know, kept. So I knew I was going to get a job, but I was interested in building a business on the side. So thus began my journey into talking to more black women who had done that to figure out how I could do it. And the rest is history. You know, it's in your DNA because you are Jamaican. <laughs> yes. And so it is only fitting oh, that yes. a Jamaican queen is the queen of the side hustle pro. That's all okay. I'm saying. Like, yes. This was just, it was in the cards. It was meant to be. What Absolutely. were you saying, sis? <laughs> no, I was just going to say that, you know, we all know, we've all seen the statistics. Mm -hmm. Um, out there about how black women are the fastest growing population Mm -hmm. um, of entrepreneurs and the highest grossing, right? And so this is not just that black women are starting out on these projects um, and these entrepreneurial endeavors, but we are succeeding 
and doing well. Mm-hmm. Um, right. But I want to I want a temporal conversation like at what cost, right? Okay. And so how much of this is it like, you know, am I doing this just because it's the wave to do it? Or is there some sort of real internal passion or interest or right. or calling that I have around entering the marketplace in a certain kind of way? And so tell me tell us a little bit about your journey. How did you know that this did you, did you know from the beginning that this was going to be the way that you were going to to go about this? Or was this sort of something that revealed itself over time? Oh, definitely something that revealed itself over time. So before I start talking about my journey, I want to touch on what you just said. Mm-hmm. In, there is this pressure, right, where people feel like, oh... Um, I need to be a side hustler. I need to figure out what to do as a side hustle. And then not only that, but then they feel like they immediately need to monetize it. It needs to be successful. It needs to be all these other things before they even give themselves time to decide, Mm -hmm. do I even like doing this? Not every side hustle needs to make money. Some side hustles are meant to die. I have been side hustling for a long time. Like Jade said, I am a Jamaican queen who is a side (laughs) hustler by nature. And there was a time when I wanted to explore PR a little bit more. I was interning in public relations. I I worked myself up to the point of getting a full-time job in public relations. And I still Mm. just didn't know, like, is this PR thing for me? So I found Mm. myself... Drafting up some business cards, telling people I was a a PR agent to the stars, trying to work with my classmates who were trying to get their singing careers off the ground. And I ultimately realized this is not for me. But that Mm -hmm. story is just to illustrate what I think side hustle should be for people. Side hustle should be something you can use to explore all your different passions because we all have different things that we're interested in. And side hustles can kind of help you to decide, Okay, is this something I want a career in? Is this something I want to do on the weekends? Is this something I want to make a full time career of? Etc. So my path was, um, like I said, in um, specifically when I really started taking side hustling seriously was in 2015. I just graduated from business school with my MBA, but I unfortunately did not have a job. And, you know, I'd moved back to Washington, D.C. to live with my then boyfriend, now husband. And I was kind of feeling pretty down on myself. Like, how can I let this happen? What am I going to do with myself? You know, what kind of job am I going to find? So I didn't stay down for long. I was like, all right, I'm not going to stay moping in self-pity. Let me start to tap into what I'm good at. I even sent out a a survey to my friends. I was like, tell me, what am I good at? (laughs) I need my job. So I, um, after that survey and I got the responses back, I was, first of all, shout out to good friends because they poured into me and I was able to Mm -hmm. see that, you know what, you are really good at writing, marketing, social media marketing specifically, like you're a creative. And that's when I was like, I need to tap back into that. So I dusted off my old blog and I started writing about different things. First, I was all over the place. Then I was gravitating back to black women, wanted to share people's stories. So I started interviewing people. So that blog eventually turned into the podcast. And Mm. through that process, that blog helped me to get a job because I used that as my portfolio to show hey, this is what I can do with social media marketing. I'm good at this. So I ended up getting a job at NPR, National Public Radio in D.C. And while I was working there, of course, I was in the land of podcasts. So I started, and actually The Read was one of the first podcasts I ever heard. I was living under a rock. I had never heard a podcast until 2015. Same. Yeah. And so in 2016, I finally worked up the nerve to launch my own. And that's where the podcast itself started. Now, 
it becoming my full-time job was a complete surprise to me because I wanted to use the podcast to talk to different people mm-hmm. and come up with an idea to start a business. I was looking for ideas. I was fishing for mentorship and mm-hmm. that was kind of my back-ended way to get it. But ultimately, I learned that podcasting is an industry in and of itself. I learned the sponsorship game. I started cold pitching sponsors six months in, landing my first contract and you couldn't tell me nothing after that. I was like, I'm going to do this. And yeah. it, it did take a while though. Um, but mm-hmm. about a year in a year and a half in, I ultimately left my full-time job to be a full-time podcaster, host, and I've been rocking with this ever since. I love that story try, try. because it is such a testament to how this process is really an evolution, right? Mm-hmm. So I think similar to uh, Jade and I's story with getting grown, we were living our lives and minding our business and not at all thinking that we would have a podcast uh, ever, right? Yeah, I right, think, right, right. I think that, uh, and, you know, we told this story before. Jade was, um, you know, in New York. I was in, in I was here in Maryland. I was in a doc program and working uh, while going through school. And so thinking about a podcast just seemed like, you know, something... Kia was like, uh, okay. I was like, okay. <laughs> um, like, yeah. like, like, you know, I knew, and you know, like you, the re was my first introduction to the podcast world. And so I was just like, you know, I just thought that podcasting was for mm-hmm. entertaining people like yeah. Fury and Crystal, right? And so it was like, you know, don't nobody want to listen to me. So, or, you know, what would I talk about? I'm just you a girl that goes to work every day. <laughs> right, no, but I remember having that conversation mm-hmm. with Fury. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I'm just a girl that goes to work every day. And he was like, there are so many other girls that go to work every day. Hello. Hello. <laughs> um, but it was just, it's just that, when I say it's like natural, I mean, I think a lot of times people sort of have folks that they see out there in the internet world and they want to emulate them and they, they set out on this journey to be something. But I think what I hear you saying is like, you know, you just wanted to do something and you invested in, 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 in learning about yourself and you took some risk and through those risks, this just sort of like fell, you fell into yes. this lane. And, and what's so good about it is that it's uniquely yours. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I think that is what's critical in this whole thing of side hustling, right? You know, like I think the thing about the culture that that can be trying for me mm-hmm. is that it's, it's so much like, you know, oh, she got a lash line. And she's making millions selling mm-hmm. lashes. I'm going to sell lashes, too. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, but Whether I'm going to put <laughs> nips yes. of liquor in, with my nash- lashes, and that's going to be my niche. Right. <laughs> Lace front eyebrows, what? Say less. I can do that. <laughs> like, right. It's just a lot of copycatting yeah. in the market. Um, and but there's nothing I wrong with eyelashes, but you're right. If that's that. not no. your passion, if... Side hustling is not a a get-rich-quick scheme. And I think that's what you're referring to, too. Like, people really think they're just looking for something to make all this money on the side so they can quit their job. But it really doesn't work like that. Mm -mm. Nobody just gets up and all of a sudden, boom, you have a successful uh, business. So you you really got a lot of what what you're doing. No matter what it looks like on Instagram. Mm -hmm. (laughs) No No matter matter what what. it looks like on Instagram. Over the course of eight years, my side hustles have all become my main jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. All of them from because the bitch worked 
in everything. Okay. Yeah. I worked in environmental engineering. I worked in the music industry. I worked in the legal industry. I worked <laughs> all, all over the things. place. And then I would work with my mom, who was a chef, you mm -hmm. know, on the side. So when I got laid off for like the second time, I was laid off twice by the time I was 24. Um, so I then started working with other chefs, working underneath them. And then I was like, okay, bartended through school. So picked that up again and mm -hmm. then started podcasting with XD about mm, almost maybe seven years ago, almost eight years ago now. Didn't know what the fuck a podcast was either. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a year after the read. Yep. And um, I was like, the shit that Crystal and, and, and Fury do? I was like, nigga, what? <laughs> I was like, okay, we'll try it, I guess. Just had a baby. You know what I'm saying? And I have had jobs through these. But mm -hmm. now, getting grown is my job. JNXD yeah. is my job. And culinary is my job. Yeah. And these were all things that were my side hustles. So... But then I have a homegirl who I was speaking to the other day, ironically, and she's like, my niece called me and asked me how you start a business. And she was <laughs> like, bitch, what? I Because she is, <laughs> she has a successful makeup uh, uh, line and company. And so she's like, what do you mean? And she was like, I want to know how to start a business. She's like, okay, well, what kind of business are you trying to start? She's like, I don't know. And she was like, girl, get off my line. Like, I don't I don't have it. I can't talk to you anymore. You don't even have an idea. Right. And so I'm finding that's what Kia was speaking to. And we were just mm -hmm. talking about whether it be there's nothing wrong with eyelashes. But if you're just trying to set out to own a business to say that I own a business or mm -hmm. if you think owning a business is getting ready to make you money overnight, then you are about to be sorely slapped in the face with reality. Oh, yeah. Or you think that making money is not going to cost you some money. Oh, say that but getting again. there, getting there, <laughs> getting there. Yes. Uh, before we get there, I yeah. want us to talk um, just a little bit about some of these other major in your journeys, in mm -hmm. the in the things that you have, in the conversations that you've had with other black women entrepreneurs yes. or along your pathway. Are there major misconceptions of side hustling that? that are out there. What are some of the other lies about, <laughs> about side hustling that you have heard along the way? Hmm, some of the other lies. Well, kind of in line with what we were just talking about, I will never forget when Kim, um, Kim Lewis of the brand curl mix, it's a hair brand. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. and a, really more than a hair brand at this point, but they, she was on in the side hustle pro guest chair early on. And she talked about the fact that if you can't, run a side hustle you can't run a business and that's another reason I love a side hustle because to me I've always positioned side hustling and I always tell people that when you figure out what you want your side hustle to be spend some time dabbling and mm -hmm. you know determining what it, you want it to be but when it's truly your side hustle you have to treat it like a business mm -hmm. and granted you're working full-time so it's not like you can work on it from nine to five or however long you want to, but you have to carve out that time for it. You have to be serious about it. You have to get your business ducks in a row. So once I knew that Side Hustle Pro, I was going to be starting to pitch brand sponsors, I established an LLC. I established a business bank account. I, I you know, looked into everything legal that I needed to do, you know, trademarking, all of that, because I was like, I, um, this is what I want to stick to as my side hustle. Mm -hmm. So... That is really real. Like, I think the misconception is that you can kind of treat it like a hobby and mm -hmm. then get business results and sure. business profits. <laughs> mm -hmm. And that 
that does not going to happen. Um, as far as other misconceptions, um, I, I think that's the main one, really. Yeah. People aren't sure of what a side hustle is, what it entails, and what classifies as, as one. Mm. And I think, you know, I think also you're going to learn one of the, I, I have learned big lessons along the way. I've made mistakes mm-hmm. along the way. Um, and to that point, uh, Nikayla, around sort of like kind of haphazardly not doing my part or doing due diligence around being informed about like taxes. Oh, and, taxes. Ooh. You know, mm-hmm. you know, having mm-hmm. an LLC is more than just saying I got an LLC, but yep. you have uh, like different things that you have to maintain and mm-hmm. keep up in order for your LLC to remain active and present, mm-hmm. and, you know, all of these things. And so, though, you know, I've learned a lot of that, you know, the hard way. Yeah. And so uh, as we are gathering information and sort of making that transition from hobby to side hustle, it will require us to educate ourselves and learning about what these things really mean um, and, and taking those things like really seriously. And and being so, prepared to invest in um, counsel, you know, like mm-hmm. getting don't, a lawyer, don't getting an accountant. Go, yeah, getting a lawyer, an accountant. And yes, that will come with money. And, and, and that is an investment. So you kind of have to work up to that level. But please do not get legal advice from asking a question in a Facebook group. And fuck no. (laughs) I see, I see, you know, people doing it. And listen, I have a Mm -hmm. Facebook group as well, but I'm all, I will never allow anybody to go giving legal advice in any comments. Like, that is Mm -hmm. not what this is for. You need to speak to an attorney. Mm -hmm. And a bookkeeper. Let me tell you something. I have an accountant, but I have a bookkeeper, Mm. which has changed the game because. I'm going to disclose something and y'all are going to talk about me and drag me through the mud, but it's fine. I drag myself first. (laughs) You know, once upon a time, I used to file my taxes in bulk. Uh So I would just, you know, every couple of years, I'd be like, all right, it is time. (laughs) (laughs) It is time. I didn't didn't even know what you meant by bulk at first. (laughs) That's wholesale. I would file my taxes wholesale in bulk. I didn't know you could do that, Jay. You cannot do that. You're not supposed to do that. Because you are not supposed to do that. (laughs) You're not. Um, (laughs) You're not supposed to do that. You're not not good. No, 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 no. And the reason why. Jay went through that so y'all don't have to go through it. Right, right, right. That that is not a strategy. That's not a business strategy. Jade went through a, a lot of things, so y'all don't have to go through it. But I used to do that. And the reason why is because I had so many things coming in that it was I got overwhelmed. Yeah. And I'll be like, well, nigga, there's way more niggas out there that owe way lots oh my God. more money. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I'll handle this next year. And so, <laughs> you know, I did that for a little while or whatever. Got myself a bookkeeper. When I tell you your girl is quarterly at this point, and it's a beautiful thing because she's able to fully organize me. And this all came from the side hustles. Mm-hmm. But what happens with the bookkeeper? You have to pay her. <laughs> so mm-hmm. you have to. It, a, a LLC does not come for free. Y'all out no. here spitting about LLCs and don't realize all of the things that they entail from you possibly, if you don't go, have an organization that works on it, you having to post a, 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 a something in the newspaper to announce your business. And there's so many things that go into it that I don't think people consider. And it's a huge investment, which is why it shouldn't be taken lightly. Right. 
I just, I mean, I think the conversation, and I, a lot, one of the, the the debates that I see often that really grind my gears is really people sort of, you know, juxtapose entrepreneurship from like, you know, I guess conventional career, like folk, like going to college and getting a career that way. And what I hate about that is that this, the processes are so much more complex. It's not such a simple either or, right? So there's things about my entrepreneurial life that I learned through getting an education mm-hmm. and vice versa. I yeah, think yep. that there are things about my entrepreneurial journey that, you know, definitely shape and, and inform the way I move in professional spaces as a result of the education that I have. Mm-hmm. And so there's a lot of, yes, there's, you know, the, the, you are able, can you educate yourself around how to do a lot of these things? Yes. Should you (laughs) educate yourself (laughs) is another, is another, it's a horse of a different color. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Maybe we should, you know, read a couple books, (laughs) go to a class, two or three, you know what I'm saying? You know? Um, so getting back to the questions, um, now, what are some things that you know um, about, you know, side hustling or entrepreneurship um, mm. that, you know, 10 years ago, like if you like, what <laughs> are the things that you know now, not know now that you wish you would have known five or 10 years ago? Mm. Oh, even better. <laughs> there's so much on life like and life and <laughs> in life and like five years ago, in, I knew nothing. Yeah. Well, you know what? <laughs> You know what, though, 10 years ago, so what what was 10 years ago? <laughs> 10 years right? ago was what? 2011? 2011. Right. Wow. Man, I, what I wish I knew, though, I wish I actually knew to study um, entrepreneurship earlier because mm-hmm. you're right, there is benefit and value in learning from books and learning from people who have gone before you, which is why I like interviewing people who have done it already. And I wish I knew that because I do think that entrepreneurship is a viable and a a very successful path for building um, wealth and generational wealth in our communities. I don't Mm -hmm. think it is the only path to do that, but I think more of us need to know about ways to do that successfully. So, mm-hmm. for example, like you said, if you have a company that imp- that that requires hiring people, motivating people. We see what's going on now where like there's a lot of people struggling with retaining talent because people never really learned about leadership, management and incentivizing and making people feel valued within your companies. So, if everyone has an entrepreneurial entrepreneurial mindset, that's great. But Mm -hmm. then who is going to be motivated to work? So that's part of learning about being an entrepreneur, Mm -hmm. learning to build a team. So I wish those were things that I focused on more when I was thinking about going back for my education. So I did go back and um, go to business school and and get my MBA. But I was more focused on on getting a job and Mm -hmm. the things like accounting, which was helpful. Mm -hmm. It's helpful to have that lens and, you know, making sure someone can't screw you over. But I also wish I spent more time testing out entrepreneurial ideas because the school would have paid for it. And, you know, there are a lot of things you could do when you are a student. So for people who are students now, I say now is the time to to take advantage, do those programs, apply for grants and everything because people love high energy, youthful people who want Mm -hmm. to go out there and try their ideas and 
not to say you have to be a certain age either, but definitely start to think about different things you might want to explore and test, test as much as possible. That's what I would tell myself mm-hmm. 10 years ago. Start mm-hmm. testing now. I did do a little with the PR company, but right. I wish I had tested more. I also wish I, <laughs> I <laughs> cared less about what people thought about yeah. me mm-hmm. um, because that hindered me from doing a lot of things. And I think that hinders a lot of people. I even see people who come into like my podcast moguls program who want to start something and they are, they are frozen. What's that word? Paralyzed from trying out their or even launching their podcast because they're afraid of what their family might think or their colleagues Mm -hmm. if they know that they're starting this podcast. And it's not even because they're afraid of being fired. They're just afraid to show themselves, to be seen. Mm -hmm. And I want us all to get rid of that fear of being seen. Like, yes, if you have a side hustle, you got to be seen. Like, right, right. here, like, like, right, Jade? You all got to post on Instagram. Absolutely. You know, you have to be seen. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide. I mean, I know you're hiding from your mom, but, you know, you can't yeah. hide from most people. Still. Which is so amazing that that, right. I'm like, Five years strong. Wow. Five right. years strong in Wow, you deserve a you, trophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if I hadn't been so afraid of things like that, I would have started sooner, but thankfully I got over it, and I um to probably to my detriment and started not being scared of being seen because I did have a moment where my my old boss pulled me into the office with like printouts of Side Hustle Pro. <laughs> what was that Stop. conversation like, girl? That conversation was Ooh. horrible. That was horrible. Um, but you know what happened in that incident is I started my job with one boss who left and a new person came on so when mm-hmm. I started that job I was very transparent I had it on my resume like I I never yeah. mm-hmm. you know hit side hustle pro and um so that came to my benefit you know when um the new boss was like hey what's this like you know are you allowed to do this and I'm like yeah y'all hired me because I do this <laughs> um, <laughs> um, that plus that's not any of your business like right. if it's not a conflict of interest yeah. with whatever we're doing here then honestly don't ask me anything about what i do after whatever time i leave this office right I, ever I, that, irri- that just irritated me yeah, I, think, <laughs> I know i think you know some companies they can't some companies like people can write whatever they want in their employee guidebooks so that's the thing like technically in a, in a perfect world nobody would be able to question you but some people sneak that in there you know and, and count different things as conflict of interest so that's why you have to be real careful not to use the the company machine because yeah they're, mm. they're always tracking you the company phone all of that um mm-hmm. and yeah <laughs> that's key advice okay i will yeah that i didn't follow because when i i didn't always company, follow it myself but child, i'm here I to tell you you in should the office and all kinds of things <laughs> Just to be safe. Just to be safe. You don't want anyone saying they have rights to your business. No, no. I did them all. They all done. They out there. (laughs) And there should be a statute of limitations because. Yes. Like, it's done, nigga. Oh, my goodness. What an adventure. So do you have any other side hustles, Nikayla, that you are working on outside of Side Hustle Pro? Well, outside of Side Hustle Pro, I'm actually building out a YouTube channel now and a YouTube platform. So it's under my name, Nikayla TV, over on YouTube. And the goal of that is, you know, with Side Hustle Pro, it's it's become a bit more one 
dimensional one side of me, the side hustling side, the podcaster side. But I want to show more of who I am as a woman, a mom, a creative who is learning herself. And uh, my goal there is to stick to it for a year. So when I started the podcast, I had a goal to podcast consistently for one year, release an mm-hmm. episode weekly for a year. And I think I, I forget where I got that advice, but I just know that when you do that, like even when you're like not seeing the downloads you want to see, if you stick to it for a year, you're bound to grow. So I started mm-hmm. my YouTube channel and it kind of like came to a stop because of life, motherhood. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm, I'm watching my son like all day long, along with my husband. We're like going back and forth. So it's really hard these days. But I've decided, you know, I had a renewed mindset shift like okay I'm gonna do this for a year and see where this goes because I would I would love to do more with television and so the YouTube is me creating my platforms so how long has Nikayla TV been up it has been up since March okay and, so we're um, gonna post a link in the description box oh so we yeah make sure you oh all yeah go we're, we're gonna go see what Nikayla's doing thank you thank did, you um are you did you and your husband still I know you guys did the coloring the adult coloring book oh yes app. is that still a thing it's speaking of our many side hustles so yes we have we recently just um our kickstarter was fully funded we did a kickstarter for Very our nice. color noir that's color n-o-i-r it's a coloring book app that we are making into a physical coloring book Love and it. it just features beautiful pictures of our people across the diaspora and it's really you know inspired by our little boy and the fact that we want him to grow up in a world where he always sees himself um Mm -hmm. his bookshelf is all black books (laughs) (laughs) we you are gonna see yourself on these shelves and you know we hope to be able to provide that in the coloring book world for for families i love that I love that so much. I pl- I would love a physical copy oh, for my Prisma colors. I know Kia loves the app. Oh, yes. absolutely. Yes. And I know. have my Prisma colors as well. I have the coloring, the actual coloring pencils, and I do have coloring book pages. So we you will make to sure to get copies. you guys a physical copy. Absolutely. <laughs> and I want you to finally tell uh, folks about podcast moguls because I know okay. we get lots of inquiries via email and social media about how we podcast how we got started and you know jade and i were fortunate enough to you know uh you know kind of launch under the loudspeakers umbrella but Mm -hmm. you know for folks who uh are thinking about starting a podcast and want to know all of the ins and outs of what that process is tell them about your podcast moguls program so my podcast moguls program it is an accelerator where i work with aspiring podcasters or even current podcasters who have just kind of hit a plateau not sure what you're doing i teach you how to grow your podcast and grow your band grow your brand through podcasting and it really started the you know similar to what you're going through um, a lot of people started asking me about podcasting because of the success of side hustle pro so i decided to um really break down my blueprint of how you grow your downloads as an independent podcaster because I'm, I'm not on a network i haven't ever been on a network and mm-hmm. growing from zero to now over five million downloads as an independent podcaster it does take strategy so i break down everything from how to stand out when you first launch what you should be thinking of from even how you're naming yourself to how you're positioning the podcast how you're promoting the episode each and every week um because i think people grow fatigued with just how much you have to promote mm-hmm. your show but mm-hmm. each and every week you have to act like it's the first week okay especially now that people aren't commuting as much 
Um, so I really love the program because it is, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> you're talking to me because I don't right. think all of us. All of us, yeah. She's I calling, encourage she's everyone. All of us out. So um, I, it's an eight week program, and we meet monthly where we go over um, any questions and challenges people are going through. We go through the mogul method and. To join the program, you can go to podcastmoguls.com slash join. Now, mm-hmm. if you're just interested in figuring out how to podcast as a side hustle, I do have a free training coming up. And for that, you can um, head over to podcastmoguls.com. So that's coming up on Thursday, October 7th. It's going to be at 7 p.m. Eastern. Let me double check that for you guys. Um, Thursday, October 7th. Yes, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You can register at podcastmoguls.com. So that's a free workshop where I go through how to stand out um, when you launch, um, how to attract the attention of brands, and then, of course, how to grow those downloads. So you can register for that. I love teaching people all the podcasting in and out tricks. That link will also be in the description box. So thank you guys. You all are looking for it. It will be there. I love yeah. that you are out yeah. here. Yeah, I mean, and this Am is why. <laughs> this is why. You no, know, no, seriously. Like, Boots. we need to have these conversations. Yes. And you, like you saying, "Am I?" It's easy to feel like you're not doing anything, mm-hmm. right? And I mean, it you, it's easy to feel like, "Well, what am I doing all of this for? Is anybody paying attention?" But you know, we just want to highlight that that is a part of the process. Yes. Taking these risks. Even when you might doubt yourself, but we're yeah. just here to affirm you, Nikayla. We see mm-hmm. all that you're Thank doing. Thank you, and that and really means a lot to me, you guys, because um, this is this is my first time in the guest chair in a long time, in years, and especially since oh, having wow. a baby. And I know my moms can relate to just feeling foggy after you had a baby, especially in the pandemic. You know, just mm-hmm. like coming back, like what is this new world for me? And mm-hmm. trying to just recenter myself, regain my footing. It really means a lot to me, and coming from you guys especially because I don't know if I told you I I think I told you Kia but I don't think I told you Jade that you were my inspiration to do my first live show like I came to your yeah I came to your (laughs) live show in 2018 NBC and I was like and I just started listening I didn't really know you guys as much and um you know my coworker told me about it so we went together and I was cracking up yeah I was just (laughs) I mean, I had laughs. I had tears. I'm like, why am I crying? I don't know these people. Like, what's going on? And and I also, as a podcaster, was like, this is dope. Like, I want to have this for my podcast. And it took me till the next October to actually get up enough nerves to do it. But you guys were my inspo. And also, and And I was there. And it was the exact In the exact location, too. I was like, okay, thank you for the venue. Same venue, everything. Everything. So shout out to y'all. We a whole village out here. Absolutely. Whole village. I love it. I love it. And I think that I wanted to just have a conversation about all this because I think we all are side hustling from our own respective places. Mm -hmm. We all have experiences we've made mistakes we've learned major lessons um but you know we're still in it and so this is not to discourage anybody from doing it i just Uh want to make sure that we're all entering the the space um with as much information and knowledge as possible right and so wanted to just have a conversation of the raw real about side hustling featuring mm-hmm. the side hustle pro okay yes. the professional you can like you out thank here with, for i got having coloring me. books nigga i still watches 
<laughs> right. We we gonna side hustle for life. Like that's I know what that's right. Real. That is. We appreciate you coming on, to Kayla. I well, didn't I realize you, you if you haven't been a guest in a minute. We can't tell because you're we such a natural. Tell. Thank you. Very comfortable. Yes. I'm over here sweating. I know y'all see the shine. I know y'all see the shine. <laughs> no, that's dew. That's a that's a that's dew a and a glow dew. from the inside. <laughs> we love to see it. But yeah, we want to encourage you. And you know, you you're amazing. We love all that you have to offer. And that's why it was a no-brainer to think about having yeah. you on and helping Thank to you. amplify what you're doing. Right. Because, you know, I've been on your show. And yeah. you know, it, it's I ain't just, been I on. Think, <laughs> yeah, we got we got to fix that. We got yeah. to fix that. We got to fix it. But we yeah, I that. mean, just it's all about it's all about sort of you know connecting and growing mm-hmm. and Absolutely. and helping each other. And so it was just it was just a ble- a pleasure to have you at the kitchen table. You're welcome thank back you, anytime, thank you. girl. Anytime. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And I I want to come back to do the trash or. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, so whenever oh, oh, yes, hot you can come back for all the foolishness ready. now. <laughs> She's like, I want to get to the shit. Like, Let's get to the mess. <laughs> this was great and everything. <laughs> can we? I mean, we've had a good time and we've learned a lot. But can we get to the mess, right, please? Right, right. But no, no. Let okay, so next right. time you gonna come back for the whole show, then Nikayla, for no. sure. <laughs> all right, we will see you all for the honesty box. Oh yeah. All right. Take care. You all know what season it is. Back to school season, and anyone can be ready for it. But with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything for my classroom and saved a ton ready. They've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thunk possible. So go on and and strap up them Velcros and gas up that Subaru and smear war finger paint on your face. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this. Just visit your nearest Staples store or go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration. Honestly? Truly. All right, it's time for this honesty box. And sister, you know what I want from you. A good old pseudonym. Um, Corinne Bailey Ray. Corinne Bailey Ray. <laughs> Just like a star across the sky. Just like an angel of the past. Oh, Corinne Bailey Ray writes in, Hi, Jade and Kia. I want to stay anonymous. Thank you for reading this email. I've been going back and forth for some time now about reaching out to getting grown for some unbiased advice on this issue. Simply put, I want to cut my family off, particularly my mother, aunt, and grandmother. To make a long story short, I'm going to talk about the most recent issue. My grandmother wanted to have a family get-together cookout at a park, which is something we never do, honestly, because no one's willing to take the initiative to really pull through for the sake of having a good time. (laughs) The day of the cookout, my grandmother stated that she does not feel good. She thought it was going to rain and didn't want to grill in the rain, but was worried about all the food she bought to cook. So my boyfriend and I decided to host the family at my apartment, which we had done many times before. Mm-hmm. Once everyone arrived, my grandmother didn't move a muscle. My aunt helped cook but complained the whole time, and my mother showed up late and was more interested in her relationship issues as opposed to being a part of the gathering. They all mm-hmm. smoke weed. Tribe. My brother bought some, brought some, but um, but by the end of the night, both my mother and aunt said that their stash was stolen. My aunt called me and basically blamed me for her weed being gone, and my mom, who was still at my home at the time, was softly agreeing. I don't smoke weed. I have indulged, but I don't buy it or keep it in my house. It's not my thing. That's all right. 
There were several smokers in in attending the gathering who what could have done it, but she called me and said something like, "Oh, you letting people steal stuff from out your house? Is that what you do?" She was talking to me like she had never been in my home before or like she doesn't know me, which hurts because we have or had more of a mother-daughter relationship in the past couple of years than me and my mother ever had. This was early August. I haven't talked to her since. My mom, aunt, and grandmother do this thing where they get mad at each other and argue about the past, religious things, and all the other matter of things in between, then stop talking to each other for weeks or months at a time. I often get caught up in the drama, and it's toxic to me. I don't want to deal with people, family, or not that consistently talk negatively about me and also in one way or another tell me that I'm not good enough Christian because I believe in getting vaccinated and I still celebrate Christmas. My ba- daughter is about to turn three years old and I don't want her want them around for her for the party. I just don't want to deal with them anymore, but I can't hear them. I can hear them saying as I write this that holding grudges is not of God. I don't know what to do and I'm tired of the guilt trip I'm on and I don't know why I feel guilty anyway. Thank you, ladies. And that is from Corinne Belly Ray. Oh, girl, this is a mess. Um, Not y'all yelling and screaming about who stole the weed and then tell somebody they're not of God. <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. I'm feeling like there's so much happening here. Not that I um, think weed is ungodly. I'm just like, wait a minute now, nigga. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, I'm just saying that it was just an adventure. Yeah. The, the, the letter took a lot, lots of twists and turns that I didn't necessarily anticipate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm not really sure where to start. I will say that um, I think creating boundaries around ourselves and our spaces mm-hmm. and our children specifically is something that we are responsible to do. Yeah. Um, and I feel like if if you um, are no longer comfortable or you feel like your um, your child your peace of mind mm-hmm. or and uh, you know the peace of your of your atmosphere your surroundings is compromised by other people uh, being present or not knowing how to conduct themselves in certain spaces then, you know, you have a right to sort of make changes as you see fit. I think for, um, as it relates to cutting people off, Mm -hmm. one thing I have learned uh, to do in my own practice is, is, I don't think about, uh, you know, forever is forever is a long time, mm-hmm. and cutting cutting people. I mean, is it is it is? Are you thinking about cutting these people out of your life forever? Uh, versus sort of creating some boundaries around certain spaces in your life for a period of time. Uh, to me, sort of eases the pressure. Like you know, doesn't make the decision as finite. Um, I think I think that there's a way that you can create boundaries with your family. Yeah. Uh, without saying I'll never see or speak to you again. Um, and I think that it, I think it's just a question of you really sitting down and thinking about is it that you don't want to engage with these people at all, or you just want to control 
the conditions around the ways that you engage with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if it were me, I'm I'm learning. Cause you know, you know, we get older and we don't, and our relationships with our family members change. Yeah. And sometimes it's not about saying I'm not, you know, you know, I'm never going to deal with you again. It is about saying, I recognize that this is the way that we engage now. I recognize that if we are to engage, mm-hmm. we need to engage in these specific ways. Yep. Um because that is what, you know, I need for myself right now. Mm-hmm. And I will offer that to you um, and, and you know, give you clear boundaries and parameters around what that means mm-hmm. so that you will be clear about the ways in which you will have access to me and the ways that you will not. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can call me what you want. that is my right. <laughs> yeah. And that is my right as an adult. That is my that is my right mm-hmm. so it's not necessarily about like you know holding grudges or this or that yeah. it's about it's about uh being really intentional and specific about how certain relationships take up space in your life yep and so that's that's what i would offer maybe it's this is an opportunity for you to think a little bit more i want to say strategically i guess or, you know, thinking with a bit more intentionality mm-hmm. around, okay, these are the people who I'm related to in these ways, and they are a part of my life, whether I like it or not. Mm-hmm. I I don't want, you know, if I do feel there's, there's something about me that doesn't feel comfortable sort of cutting them off, cutting them entirely out of my life. Um, so, you know, I will, but but I will protect certain spaces. I will keep certain things sacred. Yeah. Um, and safe for me because that is what I need right now. Yeah. And they will have access to me, but they just will not have access to come in and out of my life as they see fit. No. <laughs> no. And if you don't want to invite them to the party, you ain't got to invite them to the party. Um, you know, <laughs> you know what you're gonna deal with from them. Um, and you just prepare yourself accordingly. That's kind of that's part of adulting is making a decision and standing in it and 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 backing it up. You know what I'm saying? And I agree with Kia wholeheartedly about setting boundaries. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, if I do, if, 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 and I think setting boundaries is a healthy way. Cutting off is so finite, right? It's very, I'm, and it feels like, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't do this. And maybe it's because we shouldn't do this, right? Yeah. So it's like we have these conversations all the time, like, you know, you know, I mean, if I go home for the, the holidays. Off. Right. Sometimes you must. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, okay, if I go home for the holidays, if if it's if it's too much for be for me to be there for seven days, I'll go for three. Exactly. Exactly. That's what me and my homeboy talked about. He would go home and, and one time he went home for like a month and we were having mm-hmm. a conversation. He started going crazy. And we were having mm-hmm. a conversation where before he went and and I don't give him unsolicited advice, but we do bounce off of each other and I was like, listen. You may want to schedule this trip for just like this many days, because what I've noticed when we speak in this time is it affects your spirit in this way, this way and this way after this period of time. So after that last time where he went for like a month and some change, he was like, so I completely agree with you that I need to do this for this amount of time. And the next Mm -hmm. time he went home for them three or four days and he was like, when I tell you 
that is the best thing for me. I get to enjoy everybody, love up on everybody, and then go back to my space and not be pulled right. out of, you know, what right. I need to be focusing on. And so right. sometimes it's about just reconfiguring and figuring about how things work in your life and right. dealing with the chitter chatter and the in the in the mouths of people that's another issue and that's just where yes. again you have to learn to stand in your decisions and just say this is what they are um right. and sometimes that's hard you know especially when it's your grandmother or your mother or your aunt but let me tell you what you ain't gonna do is be calling me and talking about what goes on up in my house and you just let i don't let nothing nigga i was hosting a gaggle of niggas in my crib because you made a last minute decision that i didn't do right Right. no listen i'm not dealing with that girl maybe you should have had your weed in your bra how about that right or (laughs) listen or since this you know how about y'all don't bring the weed in my house then also if you know i don't smoke if you know you ain't gonna smoke up in now if y'all gonna go take a walk I understand it, but carry your crown royal bag on your wrist <laughs> like every other nigga. Like, come on now. Period. <laughs> come on now, auntie. But yeah, these are the things. These are the things. And I just I just think that, you know, it may call for you to just be a little bit more specific. Yeah. And, and you know, direct in how. And it may be time for you to create some new things, mm-hmm. you know. Okay, we don't. Okay, so how about on Sundays we get together and we have breakfast. And then everybody goes home and that's the, that's our time. That's how we spend our time. That's how I maintain some sort of connection with you. Um, it doesn't and that's sound like how she I sort of see them every Sunday right now. Well, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I was just an example, but you know, you, know, you <laughs> in, in lieu of, of wholesale cutting yes. these people out yes. before you do that, perhaps you can sort of think of some other ways to engage them. And if that doesn't work, then you can make another set of decisions mm-hmm. when you have more information. But, you know, just offering, you know, yeah. in hopes that 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 this will give you some other things to think about. And we're, we're really sorry that you're, you know, navigating know. and negotiating these difficulties because it does not sound like it does not sound like fun at all. No. And I apologize, especially Mm-mm. from people who are so close in your life and like, yes. you know, it's such really important figures. That's that's that we, we, we pray your peace. Absolutely. Corinne Bailey Ray. Um, continue to send your honor. We hope that's helpful. Uh, please keep us updated. You know, we, we, we love an update. We want to see what's going on with you all. Um, you know, once some things, you make some decisions and you, and you, you know, reconfigure some things in your life, please keep us updated. You know, we are invested and we care and continue to send your honesty box questions to getting grown podcast at gmail.com, which will be changing soon. To a very simple email mm. address, which we will be announcing to you in the next week or so, uh, along oh, with yeah. a, another gaggle of announcements and fun things for you coming from Getting Grown. So make sure you all stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, let's head on over to this black person self-care. Two little birds sat <laughs> on my window, and they told me I don't have to worry. <laughs> Girl, put your record on. Tell me your favorite song. You got it. Let your hair down. I deserve. All right. It's time for this black person self care. And let me tell you all something. My self care this week just made me feel so good. So, you know, I have been in this mode of cleansing and reorganization and setting myself up and it's a new season Mm. 
So, you know, yeah. in a new season, sometimes black people get new curtains. Sometimes they get a new comforter set. I said, I'm going to give my room a zhuzh. You know what I'm saying? Zhuzh. I want to lighten it up. I want to I want to feel really good in my space. And so yes. I got a new bed, like an actual Ooh. like a bed, not mattress, but bed frame. Like a frame? Yeah. Very nice. wooden, made from sustainable wood. Oh, I love that. Um, I love that for you. And you know you groan when you have a headboard. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I also got two new rugs for the room, you know, wonderful and wooden blinds. I replaced my curtains with wooden blinds and it just lightened uh, and put up a little art. Um, uh, did you I, do your blinds or you had somebody come in? Now, you know, I had somebody come in. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully I feel like I signed up for a consultation with the blind people. I think it's this week. Oh, I you did it the really calendar. rich way. I measured my windows myself and then I went on, mm-hmm. um, I think I went on select blinds and went, you know, I, I was searching through the internet in general for wooden blinds and things. And so found them on select blinds, measured the shit. And then I, my task rabbit that I booked like six tasks ago, I <laughs> now pay him. He, he don't, you know, we don't go through task rabbit no more. We on the personal level now. Oh, so I goodness. had him come and just do everything, hang the artwork, put up the blinds, put together the bed. And it just, my spirit feels so much lighter just with that That's little wonderful, you know, that little makeover, you know, we just need a little makeover in here. I work out of my home and I just need to feel good in my space. And we got a new season coming up. It's a transitional time. Mercury's back in minute made. Um, and we just, <laughs> you know, we are, we are just trying to figure out ways to navigate. Um, we're also just entering a new season period. And you know it's gonna we gonna be getting cozy, especially when niggas start partying inside and spreading their germs to one another. So, um, so you know I'm gonna be right up in here, and I'm gonna feel good about it. So that's my black person self care this week. What's yours? Um. Okay. Uh, Admittedly, I have struggled in the way of self care this week. That's all right. That's honest. Um, Honestly, I have, you know, I'm I'm negotiating many deadlines and really feeling, you know, the pressure. Mm-hmm. Um and kind of struggling to kind of focus and sort of make it through my task and to-dos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh I have reached out to some of my friends, my colleagues and sort of set up some accountability uh buddies Mm -hmm. to sort of check in with me um each day and you know talk me through uh some of my writing blocks and um you know help me kind of think through and plan um and and deal with the overwhelm in uh, the way, in 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 a productive way, mm-hmm. because my practice is when I'm overwhelmed is to sort of like you know get in my head and isolate, and it just I'm sort of spinning my wheels and not moving forward. I have learned that you know processing things aloud, you know, helps me, and so in self care, I reached out to a few different people to sort of you know just ask like, can you check in with me? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, at these times on these days, mm-hmm. sort of try to help keep me on task and keep my perspective in the right way in the in the in the right direction as I make it through this trying couple of weeks that I'm I'm in. We pray your peace, sister. 
appreciate that. We pray your peace. Because Kia's, be, let me tell y'all, Kia be buried in these notebooks, y'all. Yeah, man. She, they just be so many words but, that need to be written and or typed. <laughs> but you have a brilliant mind that we're going to need for our future. So keep typing. Keep on trucking, baby. Yes, I'm trying. Come on, Eddie. Just keep on trucking. <laughs> Gotta keep on. Got to get your good loving. All right, let's move on to the petty peeves. <laughs> and I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey, honey, honey. Okay, so petty peeves. I got another gym petty peeve for the girls. Okay. And... I, you know, I don't ever want to offend anybody. So when I say this, I'm just saying that I'm noticing a pattern. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you know, I go down to the Orange Theory, and I've been going for quite some time. Mm-hmm. I recognize that, you know, a lot of it is genetic, but I have a bit of an athletic build, right? Yes, you do. And as Wagon. such... No, I think what I'm trying... I th- I'm saying is, as such, I know that it can appear, like, to someone who doesn't know me well. If you were to see me at the gym in my workout gear during a class, one might think oh, that girl is an athlete or, you know, that girl, you know, you could look at me and you might guess based upon my bill. It is genetic, right? You know, we all know Mm -hmm. that I'm not Uh, an athlete. That girl thinks that she's so fine. No, 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 no. (laughs) That's not, I don't know where that came from. But um, I say that to say... Orange Theory is an interesting place because we're all using the heart rate, mon- heart rate monitors. Mm-hmm. There's a, pr- a screen that projects, you know, your progress. Oh, People like see how many calories you're burning, no. which zone you're in. Um, and what happens, it's good for competitive people because I have learned this from other friends of mine who go to Orange Theory who say that they enjoy Orange Theory because oftentimes... And this is often an unspoken exchange. It's not something that happens out loud. But in their mind, a competitive person will pick somebody in the class to compete with. Okay. And that person may not even know that they are the target. Get your rocks but, off, Susan, then. You know what I'm saying? I say this to say that I am not a competitive person. <laughs> me neither. Losing has never been a problem for me. That, but you're like, you know, I'm I still just, breathing. <laughs> Does not literally. I don't lose one wink of sleep because I came in last place. Doesn't bother me one bit. I'm like, well, that's where you. Well, that's what. That's where we are. I just okay? be mad at myself. Just I don't be mad at nobody you know? else. Okay, you know, I'm, hey, hey, you know, I got to keep on trucking. We don't keep on. Okay, <laughs> that's what I'm calling so, the episode. This is a long setup, but just just let me go. Okay. Let, so I've noticed a pattern in Orange Theory that a certain type of person always picks me mm. to compete with mm. and they want to let me know that they have selected me so they will pick the p- 
pick the station next to mine so that they can see how fast I'm running. They can see how heavy the weights I'm picking up. They can see what my numbers are like on the rower. And that is going to help. That's going to fuel them and motivate them to get through their workout. Mm. Usually that don't bother me, honey. Beloved, do what you need to do. (laughs) Have a good time. You compete with yourself. But Saturday... A young lady came and she picked me. I knew it when it happened. I felt it. A certain young lady mm-hmm. <laughs> picked me, and it's always a certain. I so want I more details. Like this. It's the studs. Oh. The studs <laughs> pick me. Oh the my gang! Pick me, my gang, gang. Your gang, gang. <laughs> they come over and they got they they got you know they got their basketball shorts. And and their tees, sister. And now you know damn well them shorts are not comfortable while you're working out. <laughs> I'm just playing. I didn't come here to fight. No, not but at they, all. You know, but they pick me, and they think because you know I'm a I'm a larger woman, okay, and I look stronger than I am. They're like, oh yeah, I'm gonna compete with her. I'm gonna get the best workout. <laughs> And I, they are always, I, they are always so disappointed when they see me <laughs> over here running like Sophia Petrillo. Okay, you thought that you, you thought I was going to pum out the gate, and you was going to have to keep up with me, honey. I'm over here trying not to sweat. They the like sweat me is when I see a tall nigga who don't know how to play you ball. Know? <laughs> it's like they just, and I mean, you can, you can feel the disappointment. You yeah. can feel it in the room. This past Saturday, we were doing, it was strength day in the floor. We had to do some chest exercises. The young lady to my immediate left <laughs> picks up two 40-pound dumbbells no, to girl, do the chest no, press. No, girl. And I, and she's over there sh- sh- doing, making all this noise. And I'm Amazing. like, listen, and went over there and grabbed my two eight-pound dumbbells. I'm over there like, do, 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 do. <laughs> Get it, get it, get it. And I'm working, okay? I am working hard. I am Suzette Summers. Period. I'm over here like Sandra Clark. I'm like, sis, with this red nail polish, I'm in here with my matching gym set. I'm cute. Hello? I'm trying not to sweat because I got to go to the Trader Joe's after this. You picked the wrong one, girl. If you thought she was going to get a gladiator, you picked the... You judged this book incorrectly. I'm tall and put together in a way that might lead you to believe that I'm out here with the athletes. But a lot of this is just genetics and the fact that my father is a big back black man. You know what I'm saying? I just got African blood. That's it. You know, I'm out here looking athletically elite. I'm looking like I can do things that my body cannot do. And so, hey, I got arthritis. I'm trying to stay (laughs) upright on this treadmill. I don't want to fall. I'm going to put give it my all in here, but my all is not. I'm not an Olympian, okay? <laughs> so the, the girls keep picking me, and I'm like, sis. You need to start trolling up, them. You're barking up the wrong tree. And I'm just looking at her over here with these 40-pound dumbbells, and I'm like, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, if you hurt yourself, I'm not going to do nothing but look at you because I can't help you. <laughs> I can't pick up 80 pounds worth of dumbbell. Are you crazy? <laughs> and I'm not finna try. Mm-mm. 
It's not happening, beloved. Ooh, Sophia Petrillo it's took me down. It's not happening. I mean, literally, I'm giving y'all a cool <laughs> mall walk. <laughs> I mean, during the sprint, like, you know, I'll give it a little bit more. But, hey, I'm trying to listen. I got my ankles are almost 39 years old. I'm not going to be in here running on this treadmill like I don't have any sense because I'm not going to the emergency room today. I know. Hello? <laughs> I got too much to do. But yeah, that that's my piece. Now that's an adult thing. I don't have time to go to the I don't emergency have time. room. Listen, we've got to we've got to stay as well as possible because I Ooh. don't have time to get to be unwell. That blessed me. But listen, the listen, the studs be picking me, and I'll be over there like, young man. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> you have got it wrong. Okay, you might well you might want to go on over to the other side. Yeah. If you're looking for a real athlete, go look for here. one of them unassuming I, white girls. They be the. I am doing surprised. the best because they like to pick me too. Oh, of course <laughs> but they do. I'm like, like I'm gonna pick the biggest black woman in here. <laughs> <laughs> and they be trying. And they be trying, bless their hearts. They be trying. Now, because, you know, that, I if, I, have... now, if I see a white woman trying to compete with me in the gym, when I tell you I'm hulking that shit, bitch. Oh, well, <laughs> you know. I <laughs> don't do that. I'm just saying. Girl. I do the best I can. And I thank God for the things that I'm able to do because, you know, as we've discussed, I have rheumatoid arthritis. I'm not supposed to be able to do none of this. But I this just think fair. that it's funny. It just it makes is. me... It just makes me laugh. I'd be like, these girls be in here thinking I'm in the WNBA. Bless your heart. The studs pick me as their stud auntie um, <laughs> patron. And that's fine. You know. <laughs> that's. I'd be like, Jade's people. Jade's people be over here. <laughs> Let me tell y'all something. And then they go home to their wives and they treat their families way better than you niggas. So. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying, you oh, having trouble out God. here, ladies? But I love everybody. I do. Me I'm too. Not, I, I mean, I don't mean no harm. I just think it, it was just just a funny thing that I have noticed. No, I love it. I love. I love. Uh, um, I love it. <laughs> Always a little short, petite, studly lesbian <laughs> wanting to race with me down to the gym. She's just trying to see if she, you know. Trying to I see mean, what you're working with. I mean, it always got like you know. Hey, hey. Just trying to see, you know, what you're working with, sister. Oh, uh, my pity peeve this week. Uh, so if you caught wind of my stories um, yesterday, it's probably gone by now. I was irritated because I had a slew of geriatrics uh, mm. trying to give me the business on my on my peaceful, you know, walk home from Noah's school. And, you know, by the third nigga with a cane... I had I had had it. I had been I was over it. But what really just because it irritates me because your legs don't work. So mm-hmm. I know your dick don't. And okay. not that I'm getting ready to consider <laughs> it, but oh, the boy. audacity of you as I now you want to talk about some an appearance. I have baby stallion legs, nigga, okay? I have my little pony strong calves, thighs, <laughs> and buttocks, okay? And buttocks. you see me pounding my way down Eastern Parkway. Pounding. And yet you are zoom zooming around here with your life alert around. around your neck and think mm. that you have a chance and it infuriates me. So then, okay. so that's, but that's not even what the petty peeve is. 
it's it was one of them. He was driving, but still old. Um, and being a creep while he was driving, right? Driving slowly, Gross. speaking to me through a window that's rolled up. Get the fuck out of here. And when I finally, you know, and I ignore, I'm, I'm not getting ready to try. I'm not trying to fight you, uh, but I do get fed up. And so mm-hmm. I got to the corner and I'm about to cross the street and this nigga's been driving slow next to me. And so I tell him to go because I don't feel like crossing the street in front of you. I'm fucking sick of you. And if I had something to do something to your car right now, I would. So I'm go. So he's telling me you go, go, nigga. So when he won't, I walk behind the car. Instead of walking through the crosswalk, I just walk behind his car and cross the street. And this nigga turns up his face as he turns the block on the block that I that I walk down, of course, and is screwing up his face and cussing in his car and has the nerve to get an attitude because I'm not um, taking to his rolled up window, whatever the fuck he was saying. And I said, the fucking audacity first of you to even breathe in my direction. And then, and yes, not, like, I am better than you. <laughs> and I will say Yes, it. I am. I'm better than you. I am out of your league. I am nowhere in the vicinity of anything that you can catch, young, old man. And it infuriates me that you're already attempting this. But now you're, you get the screw face and you're irritated because I'm not taking your advances. Fuck the fuck off. Oh, oh. So, you know. When you hold them accountable for the raggedy-ass way that they holler at you, they have the nerve to get an attitude. And that's my petty peeve this week. The audacity of these niggas. That's it. Audacious. <laughs> the audacity of these niggas. And that is it. That is another episode of Getting Grown. Thank you so much again to Nikayla for coming through of Side Hustle Pro. Make sure you all check yes, out Side indeed. Hustle Pro and check out the description box wherever you're listening because it's going to have all of the links that you need. Every last one. Every last one of them. So make sure you all check that out. And uh, sis, take us out. Tell these niggas what to do. We really appreciate you all for continuing to join us week after week and listen to this little raggedy show. We just couldn't tell you. How much we just love you for it. Truth. Um, but yes, y'all continue to take care of yourselves and each other. Continue to moisturize your uh mind mm-hmm. by attending to the business that is your own. You also want to moisturize your insides by drinking as much water as physically possible. Mm-hmm. And you want to moisturize your outsides, especially now that we have fully transitioned into the autumnal season. <laughs> and the temperatures will be dipping low and bringing Pick it up slow. <laughs> you want to make sure that you are moisturizing your skin because you're black will crack if it's dry. <laughs> Why do y'all listen to this? I don't know. <sighs> Anybody can be ready for back to school, but with Staples Connect, you can be more than ready. Like, I got everything from my child's classroom and saved a ton ready. They've got more backpacks, more pins, and more supplies than you ever thought possible. So double knot up them shoes, gas up that Saturn, and get your list ready. Staples has everything you need and more for the new school year. Let's do this! Just visit your nearest Staples store. Go to staplesconnect.com for inspiration.